All right, guys, welcome back to another Orange Couch Podcast. This is your resident nerd, Colin. And I'm your resident dweeb, Sam. And I'm your resident dork, Mr. William Tate Murdoch. Thanks. That sounds like a... Junior. 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 I'm a junior. Nuh-uh. You're not a junior, dude. You're a senior. Are you a junior? I am a junior. I didn't know that. Oh. Well, guys, we got some wild topics today, so please tune in to the Orange Couch. Enjoy the pod! came around listen to this cool new thing we found a couple weird facts or a movie review or the odd existential question or two we don't know what we're doing we've got no plans just a couple cows potatoes and we're chatting with friends if you like it's great and if not well bye if you haven't heard us yet then just give us a try Hey guys, welcome back to the Orange Couch Podcast. Why? Will was just trying to beat me. So guys, I didn't try to beat you're him. You're sitting at home him. with your grandma. You're watching the cable news network. And then you see the little balls rolling in those Where big balls. Going? <laughs> and they're dropping down. The little balls rolling in the big balls. And they drop down and you see your lottery numbers. Oh, I thought you were going to say bingo. By one, by one, and bam! You've hit the lottery. How much is it? Seven hundred. What million dollars? I thought you was going to be seven hundred. I was like, what? What do you do with your winnings? Wait, I've got a lot of things to do. So, like, I guess um, first things first is I am definitely uh, going to pick it up. (laughs) Because you gotta, you have turn to go your pick ticket. it up regardless. I know, but you gotta turn in your ticket. So I'm gonna go. I'm, that's the first thing I'm gonna do. It, he, um, uh, he didn't ask what you would. He said, "What are you gonna do with the money?" Well, let's start with this question: Are you taking the lump sum? Or are you taking it over the course of the years? I'm definitely taking the lump sum. I'm taking it over oh, the yeah? course of years. No, I'm taking the lump sum. No, I don't want to target. Life is too on my short. Head. Yeah, if you're I, gonna. Yeah, you walk around with seven hundred million dollars. You're gonna have a target all over your head, and everybody's gonna know you won it. You have a bank, it's Sam. That's not true. I don't care. No, that's that is one thing is I wouldn't tell anybody. No, but the news would. No, they won't tell your name. Yeah, they do. They Only do. If you they get sent to it. No, in some states they require you to. They can. It's public. Well, information. it won't matter because most of it's going to be given away very quickly anyway. Because I don't want to have a lot of money sitting in the bank stressing me out. I'm going to keep enough to do what I need to do for the rest of my life and what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. But I'm not going to keep seven hundred million dollars. That's insane. I'm going to give it to a bunch of things and people that I like. Well, I haven't really thought about, like, the reasoning behind why you would want to, like, get it over the next 50 years. But I feel like I would like that option better. I wouldn't want it over 50 years. I think I, would, I would settle wait, with 10. Y'all, what would be the lump sum of a $700 million? Uh, I mean, probably close half? to, yeah. So $350, so $300 million. $350 I'm not going through that in my lifetime. You're right. And my kids, I'm not leaving that kind of money to my kids, even if I had it. There's no way. I'm not going to have my kids. No, they got to make their own way, even though I didn't. I love okay, the Bill Gates. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I might, I'll leave them some money, but I'm not leaving them hundreds of millions oh, of dollars. Oh, no, I'm spending that. 
And if my parents won the lottery, I would definitely want them to give me money. But I would also be like, Betty, you better spend that stuff on yourself and do some yeah. fun stuff. You know what I'm saying? I always have said, and I know that I don't really know what would happen if I did win it. But I always like to say, like, if I did win, like, a lump, a money, a lump sum of money like that, I would just stay the, exactly the same as I am. I don't think I... I, no, I would I would definitely be doing a lot of stuff that I would not currently I'm be doing. I'm talking about, like, as far as, like, my lifestyle, well, it would probably be the same. As far as, like, doing stuff, I'd be doing a lot. Let's talk about the lifestyle that would change. A, all the stuff that I want for my house that I don't have, I would have it, which is, like, the curtains that I want yeah. or the new couch that's... Comfy and looks good. And that was like oh schlumpy dumpy. Really, the main thing that would change in my life if 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 I took the lump sum, like just the day of, number one, I'd get a new car. And then number two, I'd buy a bunch of keyboards and synthesizers. I would have I would <laughs> always have the newest iPhone. Yeah. Um I would probably I don't know if I'd buy a new car right away. Well, I just need one. But I, yeah. the, I mean, honestly, the very, very first thing I would do would be I would hire somebody go to, the to bank. handle the money with you. Nah, I'd, I'd hire my mother to do that, um, and then she could quit her other job. And then I would also go to the bank and pay off my house, my mom and dad's house, and my sister's house. I would not tell them about it. You would just do it. Yeah. And then they find well, out. Well, now that now if you win the lottery, then they'll know you did it. I'd have I'd have Mr. Chris send back their house payment. And be like, I'm sorry, your house is paid off. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, That'd what? be nice. Um, I don't know. I I don't I don't like to get into like the divvying out of what I would because I've had conversations with my buddies like this, and like your buddies are like, oh, I would give you a million, and yeah, like I'd give you a million, and like I would give my brother and my sister a million, and. I'm like, you can't say that yeah, crap because when money. you get $350 million and everybody starts coming to you for a free handout, I'm I'm telling you, if I win that money, I'm going to have to think real hard about giving you a million dollars just for well, being yeah, my because, buddy. Well, here's the thing. Because right now to us, a million dollars is an astronomical amount of money. That's not going to change when, it, when you suddenly have $350 million overnight. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm still going to think of a million dollars as a million dollars. Yeah. Even though I have 350 of them. But I also will say, like, I would definitely put aside, like, some money for all of my family. I would make an account just I, – I would have an account, I think, set up for enough money that I could produce a movie and a Broadway show. Because, like, if you've got enough money, you can put your own Broadway show on. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, whatever I estimated would be enough for me to live a comfortable life the rest of my life. And then I would really and truly start giving it away to people and things that I thought were worth having it. You know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah. try to establish some some things that I feel are lacking, particularly in this area. I think I would also try to find ways to multiply the money I had just gotten. Not not in ways of like stocks and bonds or like let me start a business, but like putting on some, you know like opening a restaurant or let something me, fun, me, you know that I, that you I feel little, like would be fun. Let me give you a little comparison. Okay, one million seconds is eleven days. Three hundred and fifty million seconds is four thousand days. 
Right. So, I mean, that's that, like the scale. Yeah, that's, that's what like you're saying. How, that's just how much between, money we're talking about here. Yeah. I guess. I guess my thing is, is like, if I won that much money, I'd probably own Arlington. Yeah. I'd probably buy all the downtown buildings that are empty and turn them into something cool. And I would have enough money that they would stay open, even if people didn't frequent them enough to keep them open. Do you I'm know what I'm saying? I'm y'all, I think I would just upgrade everything that I, I, everything that I could, that is upgradable in my life, I would upgrade it to the newer. But gen, like genuinely, I'm not holding on, I, I, I'm not holding on to a bunch of money for a lot of reasons, but I don't like, I want to have enough that like if people ask me for something, I can give it to them. But like, I think to be able to give different organizations that I think are doing good stuff, a chunk of money that they can like quadruple the amount of work they can do. I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to donate about all of it to uh, coronavirus research. Cause we're all going to be dead here in the next six months. (laughs) Colin's spreading fake news here. <laughs> yeah, a I lot of feel, people don't die from the coronavirus, I feel, Colin. I don't feel educated enough about the coronavirus to comment at all. Although I will Hopefully say, we'll win our three hundred fifty million before that outbreak. Let's put it begins. this way: the flu's more deadly. We, I think, we should all stock up on some canned goods because that's what the CDC said to do, just in case oh, we have to I, stay at home. I ate some canned goods. I ate some Vienna sausages. Oh, that will not be a canned good that I'm investing in. I will in not for the be buying <laughs> Vienna sausages anytime if I have 350 million. No. <laughs> also, I mean, wait, 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 not. wait. Okay, if if let's say we let's say the U.S. actually does have to go into home quarantines for the coronavirus, and you only had one canned good that you could purchase and eat the entire time you're quarantined in your house, what is it? Spaghettios. With the little Samuel, Franks in them. I'm thinking. I got to think. You go, you go ahead. Yours changed mine, actually, because I was thinking green beans, because I was like, that's the only thing that I can think of in a can that I like. But I would actually probably get the Chef Boyardee beef ravioli. I'm telling baked y'all, beans. SpaghettiOs with oh, the little... Oh, no. You would get so tired of baked beans. You'd be one gassy dude. Yo, SpaghettiOs, Y'all are going to get like tired it. of SpaghettiOs, and you can eat whatever you said. I'll definitely get tired of the ravioli, but no, I would... I'll never be tired of SpaghettiOs. Ugh. I love spaghetti. I hate spaghetti. I hate them. The little cut up hot dogs. Oh no! Those are the ones I get. Hey, what about beanie weenies? It's it's Vienna sausages cut up and put in them. Y'all ever had beanie weenies? Uh, Same concept, but with spaghetti as I've had. Yeah, I'm gonna get some beanie (laughs) weenies actually. I've never been a fan of um, any sort of compressed, processed. Tubular meat. I hate when people are like, I don't eat processed. You're not eating real meat. You're eating processed, or like you're not eating real cheese. You're eating processed cheese. I don't care. It tastes good. Okay. <laughs> I don't. All right. The thing is, I don't think it does taste good. Well, oh, when I, I have 350 million, I'm gonna have the finest of the finest cheeses. I'm telling I don't, you. I, but I also like. I think sausages are not it for me either, and I'm they're t- not. I'm telling you, a good, nice, craft sliced cheese, a piece on a cheese toast. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> you know, a good piece of craft cheese on cheese toast is really good. I there it is. It t- like a flavor, piece of, though, like you're you're putting a piece of craft cheese on some cheese toast. No, you're making cheese toast. So with you're putting craft a piece of craft cheese. cheese on a toast. I think we need to call them craft singles. <laughs> not on a I'm cheese pretty sure toast. They're not actually cheese. Just shut up. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't. I don't disagree that the texture of that cheese is nice. 
I, it melts quickly. I get it. But I don't think it has a flavor. Sometimes I roll really. it up and eat it. I don't know why you'd roll it up. Because I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I just do it. Strange <laughs> birds. Anyway, yeah. what is the, okay. So what is the, okay. What's the one thing that, like, you have a ton of money. What is the one thing that you're really going to splurge on that is not, you don't need, you don't, there's nothing that you really have anything to do with it except you desire owning it? Like some, like my dad would probably get a big old boat. I would buy a DeLorean. Oh, God. And by DeLorean, I mean the Back to the Future DeLorean flux capacitor and all. Yeah, mm. okay. I would buy that for sure in a heartbeat. What about you, Sam? Sam? Tell us, Sam. Oh, I've never thought about this, actually. Like, what's something I would buy that I just don't need, but I just really, really want it? He's going to buy the Samuel Jeremiah Coal Mining Company. No, um, I have to get back. I have to get back to you on this. I don't know. I I do remember being really upset. Y'all, I could come up with at least a hundred and five things that I could just blow money on. Because I, I I I'm I'm gonna go back to it. I think I would buy like a multi million dollar music studio. You know. I don't know. That feels like more than just a want because, like, that's something that you. That's something you work exactly. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. Yes. But like, that's the thing. Okay. Did y'all y'all know who S Club Seven is? Yes. Okay. They had a TV show on ABC Family at one time, and they drove around this car. It was like a 1957 Chevy Bel Air convertible, and it was red with a white stripe. And then they bought a blue one with a white stripe, and I would get one of each. I got it. I'd buy a freaking train. For what? Me. What would like you a use train, for? a train, a real train. Oh, I thought you meant the band. Like, would you have like a a like track in your backyard? That was no, just I, no, I would put it on the track, on like a real track to go places. Yeah, can you imagine? Like, oh, I got to go take my train to Philadelphia or something. I don't know why I said Philadelphia. <laughs> hey guys, you want to want to go to Dothan? We can ride my train to Dothan. <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> Y'all, I kind of do wish you could just go hop on the train. That's so cool. cool. That is so cool. I could start a multi-million dollar but then train what you, business. What if you're in Dothan and you miss the train back? Well, it's my I mean, train. It's his train, but yeah, like, I'm talking about... It's like his train. We keep a train schedule on my train tickets. I'm going to need your tickets. No, I'm talking about if, it was, if we had like commuter trains like that around here. What if you missed the last train back from Alabama? You'd from be stuck Dothan. in Dothan. Then you're yeah. stuck in Alabama and ain't nobody want that. You're just stuck over there. You're going to have to go... Uh, Hang out with the the Schnitzer pig over there. It's a sweet, the, sweet home over there. I'll tell at you the that. The scrap metal yard. Um. Well. Yeah. I mean, a train, dude. That'd be so cool. I would. Also, I would definitely. Other... I would definitely buy like ridiculous movie props. Well, like that's... one of the things I heard was uh, I'd I listened make to a movie. You know? know, they had the uh, they had the Kobe Bryant like memorial service the other day. Yeah. Well, his wife said that he bought her on Valentine's Day one year. The blue dress that Allie wears in the notebook. Like, he just bought her that dress from that movie. Huh. And just gave it to her. And I was like, that, I, I wish I had enough money where I could just buy props from movies. Yeah, but I, I, I can see the, the novelty in that. But I would only want them if they were, like, super important props. Like, like Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Or, like, oh, well, I definitely wouldn't be buying Luke Skywalker's <laughs> lightsaber. But, like, I'm well, talking about, like... Would. I, don't, I can't even think of a movie prop that I would want. It's not that I don't want them, but, like, where are you going to put that? You're just going to have it hanging out? The sword out? from Hook. 
I see. I would think I the would one need to be ring. more specific from than that. The one it ring would, from the I Lord of the Rings. I would only want a prop from a movie if they could be like they look at it and they're like, "Holy crap! I know exactly what that is and where it's from. How did you get that?" Hey, look, I'm telling you, I'd buy the one ring from the Lord of the Rings and I'd wear that thing. You know, on Pawn Stars, he bought the Gobstopper from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I would take that. I'd yeah. hang that he up. He bought it for like oh, 10 grand. Oh, one time in Albany, I saw the car from Ghostbusters in somebody's front yard. I don't know if it was really the car from Ghostbusters, but it was. Those it, are easy to get a hold of. Never mind. I thought it was cool. I would also say that, like, there would be some cool stuff that you could buy. Like, I think it'd be fun to, like, you know. For for my <laughs> nieces to like get them like a freaking a carousel of, like and put it in their backyard moon. and then be like, hey, surprise! Like and a bouncy like, house. And then once they turn twelve, they'll well, never buy, step on it again. I could build Mac a um like a like a like a dude cave little building. It, and he cave. walks in and it's just covered in, in Nerf guns. Dude cave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, well, we would definitely call it the, the Mac Shack because that's what his little yeah, treehouse tree house 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 you. I'm but like, you. what if it was air conditioned and he could use it until he goes to college? I'm telling you, I'd make a movie. I already, I already said I'd put aside money to make a movie. Do you say that? Oh, mm-hmm. well, I said it too. And then I would also want to have enough money to be like, I'm doing my play on Broadway. Here's the check. <laughs> And then just do whatever I want. I think you'll need more than $350 million. No. Uh, you don't think? No. Really? I know yeah. I know the price tag on Aladdin. What is it? I'm not I can't I don't think I should say that out loud. You can loud. say it. It's on Playbill. I'm definitely not saying that. It's on Playbill. I don't think that's the truth. Well, I'll look it up later. <laughs> well, I'm just saying they will announce when they recoup, and I'm sure they already have. But like I don't know what I'm listen, when I left I had to sign a thing that I wasn't going to be spilling secrets, so I ain't spilling any secrets, okay? Do you know secrets about Disney? They have you under an NDA. I wouldn't say that I know secrets about Disney, no. They're going to come and chop his knees. (laughs) Chop his knees? Oh, my God. (laughs) Chop his knees off if he says anything. I have a question. Okay, I'll I'll tell you all what the internet says. The internet says that Aladdin on Broadway cost an estimated $14 million um, in its opening capital. So see, if I put twenty million, I'd be because uh, any play that I'm putting on of mine is not going to need a set like Aladdin. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, it's be a lot smaller than that. That's a pretty big chunk. The right most there, expensive though. Broadway musical in history was Hamilton. Wait, really? never mind. That's talking about the, about say, the no ticket way. price. So I can't tell you the answer to that. Hmm. Also, I'm going to have an apartment in New York the second I have that as well. Yeah, that's what the one thing I was going to say about like lottery is like I would definitely buy like an apartment in other places. Here's yeah, my, I'd buy, okay, I'd let's get talk a, about my ideal. I'd buy, I'm sorry, I'd buy an Irish pub in Ireland. Ooh, a villa in cool. Italy would be like, nice. And I would put, I would make it a hotel and it would be built beside a windmill. I have it very specific. Also, I could Wait, draw. Wait, are windmills Irish? I or? don't know. Okay. Mine, mine would be, and also could I have? I'm sure, there's a windmill. One there. time, I drew out the plans of my dream house, and I would definitely make that a reality. Hmm. Like I can tell you exactly every aspect of my dream house. Well, I don't want to hear it. So I know. Keep I was just stating shut. that if anybody would Keep like your to mouth hear it, please shut. leave a comment, and I will tell you. It's kind I don't of foresee myself ever building a house. Me I neither. This house is ridiculous, but it's no. What I'm I want. just saying. I think I I like living in older houses, so I think I will if if I. 
if I, I were think to I'm have more money, into, I would just. I think I'm more into like buying a house than building a house. I mean, here's the thing. I lie, I'm a control freak, and I would love to be able to control every inch of what something looks like. But at the same time, well, another I don't thing, think that's necessarily where my passion lies. We, we'll get into it more with our other topic. But, like, if I built a house, I don't know if I'd ever be able to leave it. Yeah, but you wouldn't have to if you had that much money. You could just have Well, I guess I wouldn't, houses. but I mean, like, yeah, I guess you're right. I'd want a personal chef. Oh, that would be so nice. Yeah. I'm not, y'all, I take it back. I'm not giving away any of the $350 million. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I would just have a personal chef that comes in and makes me meals. They wouldn't just come time. in and make me meals. They'd bring my meals to work for me and my entire yeah. cohort of friends. Maybe have, like, y'all know, like, David Dobrik? Like, he's got just a personal assistant that he's known from high school, and she just does all his stuff. Can we talk about that for a second? Like I that. have, in my life, uh, this is going to sound real bougie. But I have in my life had at least three friends tell me that if I were ever in a position to hire a personal assistant, that they would want that job. And I just don't think that that's a good idea. But at the same time, if you hire a personal assistant that you're not super close with, they are up in your life. And you don't know what they're going to tell people. I think I'd rather have somebody that was that I knew more. I know, but I just think that and this is a especially like if they're going this to is pick a, up my grandma. A, I don't think the they would want a personal assistant. This is a oh, I would absolutely want a personal assistant. Somebody to manage getting all the stuff done that I don't want to get done. Absolutely. Well, you've got one now. No, but like I, I would have. I, I have always <laughs> been of the mindset that you should not work with family or friends, and like obviously. <laughs> I Oops. opted uh, to go another <laughs> way uh, with Colin here, but uh, do you really think you would want like your like think about your best friend from high school, McKay? <laughs> do you want them like basically running your life for you? No, and you're having to pay them, so like no. there's a weird. <laughs> no, I'm just saying there's a weird power differential. If That's you're what I'm saying. Somebody to be if I walked into my if I walked. If, if I talked to my personal assistant the first time today and, and they said, you've got a meeting at 11 o'clock, you're eating lunch with this person, I'd be like, no, I'm not. I didn't sign up for that. That's the name you know, of the game, Sam. But no, you they don't just schedule things for you. Like they, I mean, they're not going to just schedule a meeting without your permission. They're like, hey, you've well, got to, meet, do well, you've that's got to like meet with such and such. How is a lunch meeting on this day? Put them on the back the, burner and uh, never call them again. Y'all know Post, exactly. Malone, Post Malone hired one of his best friends from high school to be his beer man. Like Who, he just, just to get him beer? Yeah, like. <clears throat> his, shows or his high all school, the no, time? All the time. He lived at the house that Post was living in. He lived with him. And like anytime the beer needed to be restocked, wait, did I say anytime the beer needed to be? You said he's a beer man. Beer needed to be restocked. Yeah, when the when the Bud Light needed to be restocked, this guy got paid weekly to make sure that the refrigerator stayed full of Bud Light beer, and he he paid him just to do that. Once he got you know rich and famous, was he like? Was he still like friends with him? Like, yeah. Was he was he in? They were with best friends from high school. Yeah. The other thing that I will say. Is like, well, you see, like, on all these reality shows of people who have personal assistants, like, their assistants living in their house with them. That's not going to be happening. Y'all, Snoop Dogg 
and I, people are not gonna be living in my house. Like Snoop Dogg pays a dude like upwards of like seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year just to roll joints for him. Like these people are rich and famous, and like they they have money to just do that. Yeah, but if I had that much money, I'll buy another house that my assistant can live in next door to me or down the road. Yeah, but I am I am too weird to have somebody living in my house knowing what I'd do. <laughs> I don't I want you that made, around That made me. it sound a lot weirder than it is hmm. But like I mean here's the thing When I'm writing Sometimes I have to like Go to another place And be like Talking out loud to myself In these characters Like I don't want somebody Witnessing that And be like What the heck is happening <laughs> What is this guy doing You know Yeah I think I get it Alright so here's my question When I was young And even some today I find it very hard to let go of anything. And by, I'm not talking about today. He's basically today, saying he's a hoarder. Today, I don't want to talk about people. I want to talk about stuff. So, like, when I was young and, and even high school mainly, I, I would say high school was mainly when I got this way. But, like, just for example, if I got, like, a present for Christmas, I would keep the box it was in, like, say, my MacBook. I would just keep my MacBook box just because. And then, like, I would have a hard time throwing it away because I held some kind of weird sentimental value yeah, in I'm it. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't understand it with boxes for stuff. Because I remember, like, our parents used to be like, hey, save your box just in case you need it. But what do you ever need that box for? You don't. You don't. You might need to keep the instructions or the warranty, but, like... You don't need that box. So I don't understand that, really. I'll, I'll tell you, um, the weirdest thing that I hold sentimental value to is um, we went to Disney World. The last time we went to Disney World, I was like uh, fifth grade, maybe sixth grade, and I was really weird. And I took an empty like body wash bottle, and I was like, I'm going <laughs> to get some Disney water. And when we got there, I held it because <laughs> I, I was gonna. I took. I was gonna take a bath in the hotel before I got in the water. I filled up that bottle, and I closed the top and I put it in my bag. <laughs> and I, it's in my room. So wait, it's not even like water from the park somewhere. Oh, it is from water. the hotel room. Yeah. Which resort were you at? <laughs> I think the Contemporary. <laughs> They're probably gonna bill you for that now that not you said it. Not the Contemporary. It. The one is that the one where the monorail goes through? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, so. The yeah. Contemporary. That's the one we were at. I wasn't. Did, did I don't think did, I've did ever you come gone up with that, that on far. your own? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever gone that far. I was like, I just want some Disney water, you know. <laughs> but so like, much, it's on the shelf in my room right now. That's same, a deep same, dark same secret. Same thing applies. Like the first time we went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, I kept like the bag that my stuff came in. Oh, I st- oh I have my and the I just bags kept that, I keep it in yeah. my drawer and like I have why those. why is this dumb plastic bag something that I find so hard to want to throw away? Yeah, I'm the same way with that. Like, I, I can tell you where each of my Harry Potter bags are. Right. My my things are movie tickets. Not now with these dumb receipts they give you, but when yeah, they used I to print that, you a man. movie ticket. I used to keep all my movie tickets, I have too. all of those from, like, high school and middle school. I have, they fade. like, playbills from every play that I've, I've... Here's the thing. I used to keep every play that I have been to or been in, but I've stopped keeping ones that I have been to Unless I just really thought it was special, um, 
and but I do keep all the ones that I've been in or worked on. And then like also like birthday cards or that sort of thing. Yeah, like I, I keep my the notes. I that used my to mom be obsessive about keeping those, but now I try to edit. If I get them and there's like a nice note, I'll keep it. But if it's just like a signature, I'm like, oh, that's really nice, and I go ahead and get rid of it. Um, because like some people like will send you a really good card. You right. know what I'm saying? And I have tried. I try. I have tried to. Because of how much I loved getting those cards and keeping them, I try sometimes to write cards to people, but I'm really not. It's kind of hard for me because, like, I have, like, the first murder mystery that I wrote and directed, I wrote note cards for everybody in it and sent it to them. I was like, I'm going to do this for every show. This is a good thing. I think people like it. I'm going to do it. And I have not done it since. (laughs) And so this past week, we had a group from Dothan come do a show for us in Cockwit. And I loved it so much. I was like, I'm going to write this cast thank you notes. And so I started, because it was only a, a nine-person cast. And by the time I got to number seven, I was like, what was I thinking? I've got to write two more? But I finished them, and I got them over there. And I, I feel really good about doing it. I'm sure they're appreciative. But I also was like... Man, people like somebody like Miss Charlotte Phillips, who used to write 80 people a thank you note Ooh, after Lord. every show. I don't know how she did that. I don't either. But and then, I, I, like, I, I also have just like collections of like junky old cameras and typewriters, but I never the, kept plastic like, bags. Well, like, okay, so like the stuff that I, that I collect that I find important or, or like this, this like matters is like my record collection. Like, I have a, a huge collection of vinyl records. Um, or like um, that's about it. That's what really, to me. I, I literally, y'all, I literally have trimmed down. Like, I used to collect like rocks when I was little. I used to collect the dumb. Wait, stuff. wait, wait! Like rocks, as in from like you would go to the place and they'd have like the bags of rocks where you no, could, or like, like rocks a rock from, from somewhere. Oh, interesting. Like a rock from down too. the street. Yeah, you uh, you do have an odd... Um, or like iPod touch boxes. <laughs> or like I literally would keep all this stuff. And here here's where it's going to get a little deeper. I think that I collect things so much is because I think one of my number one fears in life is forgetting. Like, I think my number one fear in life is forgetting. Um, I get that. But for, but but when you look at those rocks, do you really remember where they came from? Well, heck, no. That's why I got rid of them. Well, that's <laughs> what, I'm saying, like, like, I'm so scared that, like, I don't know. I don't know why that's – it's, like, kind of an irrational fear because everybody's going to forget something well, at some for point. Well, for me, the, my thing that I collect that is just for me, for fun, like your records, I collect playing cards. I've got, like, a box just – filled with like playing cards and like because like one thing i've noticed like because me and my dad go to yard sales all the time and like estate sales there's always always playing cards everywhere so i was like we'll see if i can find the the most unique ones and blah 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 so i have a bunch of different playing cards like i have some jack daniels playing cards that are like from the 60s or something they're so yeah i will say that when i moved here I dumped all of my crap from, like, middle school, high school, plays, et cetera, in my guest bedroom. And it was just a pile for a long time. And when I finally went through and organized all that stuff, 
I went through piece by piece and decided, is this trash or is it staying? And I think with enough time, you can let go of a lot of those things that are you're holding on to that necess- don't necessarily have a reason. So, like, I'm like, if I'm only 29 and I already don't remember what this is about, I'm not keeping it until I'm 80. Um, because the things that really mattered, I think, are going to stick out more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think the same thing goes kind of like, for me, like, stuff like taking pictures places. Yeah. Like, because we just went, I just got back from Disney, and we went to Galaxy's Edge at MGM. And, like, that's just a big, that's a big thing for me, because Star Wars was a big part of my life. But I told myself going into it, like, I'm not just going to be ridiculous and just take pictures of every single little thing. Because, like, I'm telling y'all, like, when Wizarding World opened and we went for the first time, I literally took a picture of everything. Like, the grout and the tile on the ground I took pictures of. Like, I was like... Was it special grout? No. I'm just... That's an exaggeration. But, like, I was like, I'm not going to forget this. Like, I'm going to remember it and I'm going to prove people that I was there or whatever, you know? And that's what I think I get so angry about now. Like, especially, like, being at concerts. Because there was... so So, when I was... I think I was a... Freshman, I think it was a freshman in college, um, and we went to see Paramore, at like live, and I was like, oh my god, like finally seeing one of my my favorite band live. So like I just like took a lot of videos and a lot of pictures, and when I got done, I realized that by doing that, I didn't have, like almost, doing the thing that I, trying oh. to trying to prevent forgetting something like that. And try not to forget it by taking pictures and videos, I completely missed out on even getting a chance to remember it, you know? Right. Because the thing that you've created is something you can see on YouTube because somebody else right. has already done that. Right. Instead so of like soaking just be it all there in. And living it. So that's why like when we went to John Mayer, since I've been to other <clears> concerts. Well, I think that was like, that's a that's a was that your first concert? Yeah, I think so. That, that's a rookie well, the, concert. The first real one I that's I what to. I did at the Taylor Swift concert and I right. regretted that. But I, sometimes I like to watch that footage, though, because it's really yeah. such a good concert. Y'all, I think that's probably why I don't understand why when somebody goes to a play or a movie, why they don't shut off their phone. Because I want to be able to disappear into that story. And if my pocket starts buzzing, it's over. Well, I have the vibration turned off, so it don't even... I mean, well, that I mean that works, too. But I'm just saying, like, if I, if I know somebody's trying to get in touch with me in the middle of some moment of a movie, like, I'm out. And getting back in is hard. And like, oh, I'll tell y'all what I used to collect. I just forgot. Snow globes. No. What was it? It was even <laughs> dumber. But here's the thing, y'all. If you're listening to the, to this podcast, I'm going to need y'all to keep this secret for me. So when I was probably elementary or middle school, whenever we would go somewhere, the one thing that they would have at all these places Refrigerator were magnets. shot glasses. Uh. I didn't know what a shot glass was for. So I just thought, just thought cool. it was. A, it was a, I think it my was first a, one was the Rainforest Cafe. It, it was, was a, a tall, tiny, skinny shot glass, and the bottom of it was lime green. It was, was like, a well, tiny party cool. cup for mice. Well, I mean, I probably drank sweet tea out of it if we're being real, <laughs> in little sips. Shot, but anyway, shot, 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 so shot. my parents let me start collecting these shot glasses, and honestly, I probably stopped getting them when I was when I left high school. You know, how many did you have? I had. I mean, not a ton, but like. Just 20 or so, like, different places I have Where been. Where are they? Right. Well, that's the thing. 
I decided I was getting rid of them. And a lot of them I gave to another friend who was like, oh, I kind of collect shot glasses. And so I gave them to her. And then some of the rest of them I just got rid of. But this is why I have to keep it a secret is my dad doesn't know that I don't collect them anymore. So when he goes places, he'll still get you shot shot glasses. That's so cool. That's awesome. And so I didn't have the heart to tell him the last time he gave me a shot glass. He doesn't listen to this. Don't tell him. Keep Um, collecting them. Start over. He doesn't listen to this. He he does, but not regularly. He won't won't hear this Start over. He only listens to them if I'm like, hey, you really should listen to this episode. Huh? Start over. Collect them again. But I don't use them. Who cares? They're cool to look at. I don't use I don't use those playing cards I, I, every day. Listen, but I, I already have enough stuff in my house that I don't use. Well, we do the same thing with like refrigerator magnets. So like when my family would go places, we would like daddy and mama would always buy like a refrigerator magnet for like where we'd been and what we were doing. And like we really don't have all of them anymore because when we moved from our house in Arlington to outside Arlington, they kind of all got lost, but like any even now, like when I go places, like I'll just get them a refrigerator magnet because I think it's funny that we used to collect those, so I'll get them a magnet. Well, the other thing is, speaking of magnets, when I moved into my new house, I said the one thing I said out loud was, "I'm not going to put any magnets on my refrigerator." Because I remember growing up, we would have well, so many magnets last. and so many papers on the refrigerator that every time you open the refrigerator door. And shut it, there would be magnets and papers on the floor. And it would drive me up the wall. (laughs) And I literally said it out loud, y'all. And an hour later, I walked into my house and my mother had covered the side of my refrigerator with magnets. Oh, she did that? Yeah. So that's why they're there. (laughs) Oh, another weird water thing that I collected um, on the Georgia Georgia field trip. Do you still have the bottle of Disney water? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's kind of moldy. Oh, but I have it. Um, the, we went to the Okie Finoki Swamp, uh-huh. and I had a Gatorade bottle, and I finished my Gatorade, and we were in the boat, and I said, I scooped up some you water. You yeeted that Okie Finoki <laughs> water? I scooped some water up, put it in my bag, and I still got that bottle, too. That one's got a lot of mold, well, and it's under- yellow. Oh, my God, y'all. I didn't know this. You shake I it up? I was on the phone the so other nice. day. In the museum at Cotton Hall, and there's a collection of sand from everywhere. Yeah, and I whose is that? Um, I don't remember who donated. You're gonna have to point that out to me. But it's a bunch of sand from all over the world. It looks like if y'all seen Harry Potter, and there's like a cabinet in Dumbledore's office, like a potion cabinet. Well, in in Dumbledore's office, you know, he has the pensive that he drips the memories in. Right. And there's a cabinet with all the memories in these little glass jars. That's what it looks like, and it's got. Labeled where the sand comes from. You're gonna have to tell me. You're gonna have to point that. Yeah, I'll show it to you when we get there. But I I ran into that the day. But that's what I'm saying. Like if you're gonna collect water from places, like it it would probably it kind of be cool if you had like nice little glass jars that you kept. We've also got your Gatorade bottle with the twist off cap that squirts. You know. We've also (laughs) got some um, water from uh, the Holy Land, like Israel. Hey, that the real Holy Land or like the Holy Land experience? uh, Coronavirus Um, quarantine. The real Holy Land or like. The Holy Land experience. No, the in real Holy Land. Like okay. we, um, Mama had a That's friend. That's the Jordan River, I believe. Yeah, the Jordan River. In the, in the bottle, the water bottle that it's in, and it's like sand from over there too. The water bottle it's in that it's in is like written. It's like an Israeli water company. Like it's. Oh, uh, like they got. They like got a, a water they bottle. Got a water they drank bottle it, then they went to right. the river and got it. Yeah. Is it red? No. Okay. 
So we're weird. We collect water. You know, it might come in handy. Uh, do you ever if take we get sips into of a it? home of what? You are the you water. Do you ever take sips of, holy of the water? water? No, any of the water you should collect. No, Colin, I'm not going to take. He said the guy said that. At, I remember this. He said if if you're at the Okefenokee Swamp and you drink that water, you're going to have diarrhea for days. Okay. Well, well I mean, don't here's drink the thing. Then. If we go into a coronavirus quarantine, it might come in handy to have those bottles of water. This is number three that Will has said this. Yeah, but he's going to delete <laughs> the other one. We, we, we ran out of water, and we had to boil the water from the Jordan River to drink it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dang. Well, I'm just saying, I think something, something in me just doesn't like to... Fur, like. I'm scared I'm going to forget the things I've done, but I really think that the only way to to not and to at least have them in there is to like experience it to the fullest. You but know? also, and don't try so hard to like make it a thing. Get a think about how joyous it is when you forget something and you don't think about it for a long time. And you remember, and it then again. you hear something, or you hear a song, or you see a like a particular the sun hitting the something in a particular way, and then you suddenly remember something you hadn't thought about in a long time. Right. Think about how cool of a, an emotion that is. Yeah. Like I agree with that. Also, I would argue that the second a moment is over, you've forgotten it already anyway, because you can never remember what actually happened. Oh, that's here how we the go human brain works. So just embrace it. I don't, I don't know, know if, if I believe I agree. that. I don't, I don't, I don't, if I don't agree with my that phone, You are absolutely incorrect. If I drop my phone on my belly, I remember exactly how it fell. But you don't. If they are, It's scientifically proven that that's how brains work. How can you prove that? Because if you tell... The same story over and over again. You're always going to you're going to slowly tell it differently each time. It's never going to be the same. Well, that's a story. I'm, you said any memory, anything. I, yes, you because you are looking at uh, if a, if a tree fell right in front of us, your experience of that and my experience of that are going to be completely different. And the second that memory starts getting stored in your brain, it's changing. It's not staying the exact same. I disagree. Well, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think that you over can. time, maybe. Yes, maybe over time, but I don't think as soon as it enters your brain, it's it's changing. I think it. I think it. It definitely it changes on a very minute level because your brain starts to remove the stuff that it doesn't find important in that memory. So, like if a tree fell outside and a stick flew up by the window, like all of our brains are probably going to say that stick flying up by the window is not very important, but my brain might say that and yours don't. Right. So when I tell the story, I'm like, that tree fell and that stick flew by the window. And you're like, there wasn't a stick that flew by the window because y'all's brains were like, this crap isn't important. Take it out. You see what I'm saying? How does it decipher the memory, the what's memory, important though? That's what your brain decides. <laughs> that's just it how, is. It's, it's who you are. Well, we need to do that one day. We need to do an episode on memory. I, I, would, I would also posit that that what you decide is important comes from how you tell the story. So, like, when I tell the story of my True. car wreck, the things that I remember specifically now are probably the things I said immediately afterwards. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I right. immediately remembered them. Well, that's why, like, when somebody gets killed or murdered and somebody sees Whoa. The, the murderer, Gruesome. they, like, like, most of the time, your eyewitness that saw the person get murdered is not going to be a reliable source because it's such a traumatic experience that they're, they're not going to remember exactly what that person looked well, okay. like. Okay, well, we're ta- also talking about big things. We're talking about a wreck. We're talking about a tree falling down. We're sure. talking about murder. I mean, I just think that, like, with the li- if you, like, what about the little stuff? 
It's still changing. Do we have if, a doctor even though it's out minute. there? Is there a doctor out there who works with uh, that listens to the podcast? If we you're a definitely doctor, don't know anybody smart enough to comment on this. If in any anyone sort of, who listens to this podcast knows anybody that's smart enough to comment on memory and how your brain works with memory, please send them our way. We'll we'll get them on here as a guest. So, you guys got any last words? Um. Well, everyone's going to remember them differently, so why does it even matter what we shut say? Shut the heck up, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throw this cookie, though. We have a G. Uh, my last words are, uh, win the lottery and give me some money. Sam. My last words are, if you're interested in an essay about um, tradition, selfishness, and moral blindness in Shirley Jackson's The Lottery, hit me up, because I got a nice one that I turned into Miss Sherry Newberry. Colin? I can't believe you just plugged your own essay. Yeah, okay. yeah that was odd. But <laughs> well, Miss Sherry listens to the podcast. Okay. So Ms. Sherry, Ms. Sherry. he just offered to sell his essay to people. That's plagiarism. That's plagiarism. Arrest him. Roast him. It was not. For roast him, Miss Sherry. It was not. Take him out. It was not. Roast him. It was not. It was not. Roast it was not roast <laughs> it was not. Colin, you got any last words? It was not for plagiarism purposes. It was just for entertainment only. My Colin. last word. <laughs> My last words are. If you like collecting stuff, just collect it. But don't put so much sentimental value in it that it's crippling. <laughs> it's crippling to give it away. Because really and truly, the only sentimental value is going to be in your head. So thank you guys for listening to another very riveting episode of the Orange Couch Podcast. And we'll catch you all next week. See ya. <laughs>